another episode of Raising His Kids, a podcast for stepmoms. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren, a child-free stepmom of one, hoping for an hour's baby soon. And I'm Tony, a bio mom of two and a stepmom of two. We are two stepmoms who, although we live at opposite ends of the world, quickly bonded over how we all deal with the same Karen as we navigate our lives raising his kids. what are you doing for Christmas? Uh, we actually have my stepson. So he gets out of school on Wednesday, like before Christmas. Um, and that's a half day, which is annoying, but that's okay. And um, we'll have him until Christmas day at like four o'clock when his mom gets done work. Um, we will meet up with her and drop him off. So we'll have him for like a good couple of days. Um, but I also hate that we have to drop him off on Christmas day. So I feel like he only gets a couple hours to play with the stuff that he got at our house. And now he has to leave it all and go to his mom's house. That definitely sucks. And we, we only get my stepsons for 16 hours from pickup to drop off. We only get them for a total of 16 hours and eight of those, they're going to be sleeping. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. It seems like kind of unfair, like, especially when they're little to like make them leave when they're having fun. I don't know. I come from divorced parents also. So I know how much it sucks to like leave one house and go to the other, like when I'm already having fun. Yeah. Well, the way the schedule is meant to work is that in even years, we get the kids from roughly midday Christmas day. And then we have them for the entire week. Because it's summer break here. So we get the kids, they've got six weeks off. So we split it. So that's how it's meant to be in even years and odd years. We're meant to have the week before Christmas. So we have all that time leading up and then we exchange it midday Christmas day. So we tend to do a lot of our celebration before on that year. And then we normally do it after this year, but we've had to make accommodations and that's not happening this year. For two of the boys. Oh. But accommodations for their mom? Yeah. Or... So she had some family stuff happen. So we, we're we full in agreement that, you know, to let the boys go spend some time with her and her family. But it's just, it's upsetting to our whole schedule for six weeks. Yeah. No, I definitely get that. So when do you get them back then, if they have six weeks off? Um... I need to actually look at the calendar for that one. <laughs> so we so school finishes this Friday, um, which by the time we our listeners hear this, school's already finished in Queensland where I am. So we've got the first two weeks of the school holidays, they'll be with us, and we're doing this hectic changeover where we take them back to their mum on Christmas Eve, then we get them back on Christmas Day and then they go back to their mum on Boxing Day, which is just oh. too many transitions. Um, and then they're with her for two weeks. So we get them back on the 7th of January. Oh, okay. Wow. And then it's going to be really disrupting because we have Big K in there and this is the year Big K's birthday is three days after Christmas. So, and his father and I agreed earlier this year we'd start doing year about for his birthday because he 
Big K basically said trying to do joint birthdays and trying to split the day, he finds it too stressful. Um, and he asked to do his year, his birthday's year about. So the year that he's with me for that week between Christmas and New Year's, that's when I see him for his birthday. So it means he's not going to see his brothers for two years for his birthday, which really sucks. Oh, that does suck. Poor mm. kids. Uh, yeah. But sorry, what else were you saying about um, Christmas? So you do you have to meet um, your stepson's mum somewhere or do you have to drive no and she actually works like in our area which is so stupid (laughs) whatever um but it kind of works out for us in this regard that we'll be able to just meet her like 10 minutes from our house she doesn't come to the house so I don't know why but um it works for me honestly so we meet her like 10 minutes away from here um to drop him off and he'll go with her um for the rest of Christmas break which is until the next Wednesday so it kind of gets split half and half um so that kind of works out but I don't know the the custody order says that one person like one parent gets Christmas Eve and the other parent gets Christmas Day but it never works out that way this is actually the first year we're ever having him all day on Christmas Day because she usually doesn't like when it's our year for Christmas Day she doesn't she'll refuse to meet us until like five o'clock. And I mean, he goes to bed at like, when he was younger, he went to bed at six. Now he goes to bed at like eight. So it's like, pointless. we didn't get any time with him anyway. Yeah. So it's like almost pointless to even have him, which sucks. So I'm excited for my husband that he actually gets to spend Christmas day with his son. Yeah. Cause he's what six now. And it's probably the yep. first Christmas he's actually got to spend with him. His first Christmas ever, because they split up before my stepson's first Christmas. So this will be the first one he has ever done. And speaking from as a parent who has her own children, honestly, those first few Christmases don't mean anything because they have no idea what's going on. So he's at that perfect age where Christmas is exciting and he knows what's happening. So it's probably, you know, he hasn't really missed out on anything. This is like the top one. Yeah, I agree. Um, He feels like he missed out because he did, he just didn't get to like have him for Christmas day. Um, And this is kind of irrelevant, but one year we had him for Christmas Eve and his mom made us drop him off at a babysitter for Christmas day because she had to work Christmas day. So instead of him being able to stay with us because she wouldn't let him sleep over our house. And it, the custody order was made when he was four months old. So it was in there that he couldn't sleep over um, until he was four. So she kind of used that against us for his whole life. But I can't believe that she would send him to a babysitter. I know you've told me before, but it just... I can't yeah, just because being spiteful and sending big K to consider yeah. rather than with his father. Yeah, because she wanted to inspect our house before he slept over her words. <laughs> and I was not, I was like, no, there's no way you can come inspect our house. And so that's, uh, we ended up going to court like shortly after that. It lasted like two and a half years, but um they were like yeah she can't inspect your house that's not how that works 
No, especially with no reason. Yeah. Nice. Like if you were if you're honestly worried about his safety, you would like call like child protective services or something. Absolutely. If you're just being like spiteful B, you're gonna ask to inspect our house. And we're not gonna let you, but my husband let her walk like all over him for a while because his like rationale was like, if I don't do what she wants, I won't be able to see my son, which was true for a while. But then it's like she's legally obligated to let you. So we need some boundaries I think a lot of dads go through that because I know my husband whatever the boy's mother wanted he gave her and then I'd said to him enough is enough like we can't keep doing everything to please her you know you're their parent too and you know, I always have tried as a bio mum. I don't want to be the high conflict one. Um, but, you know, I've had BK's dad go, oh, you're keeping my son from me. No, you're refusing to commit to a schedule. <laughs> that he, for so long when we first separated, he refused to commit to a schedule and then he would throw it in my face that I was trying to keep him from him when it wasn't the case at all. I just wanted him to commit to something. Um, yeah. So I think that's where, you know, I purposely, like I live on both sides of this, you know, right. I'm trying not to be the high conflict bio mom because I've got to deal with one of them. And I'm trying to not be the overbearing stepmom because I've got to deal with one of them. Um. So, you know, and high conflict stepmoms do exist. Yes, they I, do. I think a lot of people they think that, you know, they're setting their own boundaries and a lot of time, yes, boundaries are good, but I find that sometimes some stepmoms overstep. Yes. And they become the high conflict ones. And I, I definitely that, agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have all this conflict on every side of my life. <laughs> oh yeah that's uh, that's a lot I can't imagine that yeah so how do you deal with like all those pieces around Christmas since you're like living the true blended life so well we we teed up my husband's consent orders and my parenting plan so in theory um we should always have the boys at the same time Okay. Um, for the most part, Big K's dad follows the the parenting plan. We've had a few issues in past years where he wants to change the time or he forgets what we agreed to. And for everyone who can't see me, I'm doing quotation marks. <laughs> um, but for the most part, I just stick to the schedule there's no walking away from the schedule we're sticking to the schedule because that's where the least amount of conflict happens we agreed that this was in our son's best interest so we stick to that um and that's where I get frustrated as a stepmom because my husband will agree to changes to his schedule for his boys without realizing that it creates conflict for me and yeah 
And I spoke to him last night. He was going, oh, what are you talking about on the podcast? And I said, we're talking about being a step-parent or a step-mom specifically at the holidays season. And I asked him, I said, how does it affect you? And he goes, well, it doesn't really. He said, I'm working. So anything outside of my work schedule is not on my radar. So he, when he's asked to change schedule, he's not thinking of how it's going to impact me. And he forgets that it's a six-week break where the kids are at home with me because I'm a stay-at-home mum. So for us, it's six weeks. We get them for three out of the six. But if I don't have all three boys at the same time and he's at work, that causes problems. Just, and not not in the way that I don't mind looking after the boys, but if Big K's not here because he's at his dad's, they spend the whole time complaining that they're bored or they'll be texting their mum going, I want to come home to you because they have more technology there and they don't have their third wheel to stop them fighting. So Big K's like the mediator and he goes between both boys, keeping them apart because they, they're constantly together and they butt heads all the time. But when they're at their mum's, they have their own separate rooms they have their own gaming consoles, whereas they're here, they have to share. Right. So it just, it's not that I have an issue having them when my husband's at work. It's if all the boys aren't together, then it causes those issues. But not only that, they like spending the time together. They'll complain yeah. they're here and Big K's not here. Oh, at least they like each other. <laughs> they do. They definitely sped up our relationship. The boys just thick as thieves. Yeah, so um, that's what my husband said. He he just, if it's outside of his work schedule, he just doesn't think of how it's going to impact me. And he's all for, yeah, yeah, I'll do this. It works for the boys. That's fine. And then he's forgetting how it impacts our house with the other kids. Right. And that you're going to be the one who's actually with them. Absolutely. So he's come to realise more how he needs to talk to me about what, how it will impact it. Um, This year he's agreed to switch up our schedule, which isn't too bad because he's ended up getting three and a half weeks off over Christmas. So the second week where we have big and little J and we don't have big K, he's actually off work. So I kind of don't mind as much because he's actually getting to spend that quality time with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, like one of the, um, like responses to our story we got was like, how do you deal with like the whole being a bio mom and set mom? So do you have any like specific advice for that? For me, it's keep the schedules the same, unless, unless your bio kids and your step kids don't get along, then keep them separate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But keeping for me it's I definitely have to keep the schedule the same otherwise it causes dramas and not just having them message their mum and say how bored they are being stuck at home with me it's you know having to deal with them not not so much deal but it hurts them when they don't get to spend time together um and I know I've said this to you before Big K's birthday falls three days after Christmas and we his father and I agreed to start alternating 
birth like the year we have the birthday so this year I get big K from 12 p.m Christmas day to 12 p.m New Year's day and which means I get him for his birthday this year but I won't next year and because my husband's agreed to a schedule change this year it means that for two years he won't see his older brothers on his birthday because their mum's taking them away this year and then we won't have them next year and he'll be with his dad next year so that's hard it is hard um and I know that my son's stepmom is pushing for us to do Christmas year about but both my husband and I aren't ready to do that because the kids are still young they still believe in Santa and they enjoy spending that time together where and we and we also have the boy's mother wanting to do Christmas year about but we're not ready to do that because then Lil Kay will miss out. She'll only see her brothers every other year and her whole world revolves around them. You know, this morning she was asking me where they were and I'm like, oh, you know, they're at their mum's house and she just wants to call them constantly. Um, So I definitely, especially once you get an hours baby in there, it throws that whole dynamic off. And that's just a whole other ball game. Right. Yeah. That's, that's really hard to have to like explain that to her. She probably doesn't even understand. She, she's pretty good with the schedule. She knows they come and they go, but sometimes she just misses them and she just wants them and they can't be here. And oh. so, you know, this, this is going to be her first Christmas where she has any idea of what's going on and she's going to wake up and her brothers aren't going to be here. Oh, that's, that is hard. Yeah. So we're going to do our own little Christmas, just the three of us at home. We did get her some extra presents. So that way she has presents to open with us in the morning. And then when we bring the boys home of a night time, she can open more presents with them there. So, oh, okay. you know, we're always one to try and keep the presents the same amount, the same dollar value. But I guess in this case, you know, her first few Christmases, it didn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> so little, but now she actually knows and it's unfair if she opens all her presents in the morning and then yeah. her brothers come and then they're opening presents, but she's not. So we did get her extra so that she gets to celebrate Christmas with them too. Yeah, that's sweet. Mm. That's a that's one thing we were not really sure how to address was like the whole Santa thing is mm-hmm. like, oh, is Santa coming to our house this year? Like, I don't even know. (laughs) We're not sure what to do. So we, when I first separated from Big K's dad, I I had him that first Christmas and I did Santa, but his dad also did Santa. So for him, Santa has come to both houses every year. Uh Um, So I continued that on the following year when he wasn't with me because I thought it would be weird. Um, yeah. And that that year was when my husband and I first got together. We weren't living together, but we wanted to do Christmas together with the boys in the afternoon when we got them. And because I was doing Santa for Big K, he also did Santa for Big and Little J. But then the following year, 
when we had them in the morning, we did Santa, but the older boys, their mum didn't do Santa for them. So the year we have them in the morning, Santa doesn't go to their house. So I guess you just do what you want to do. Is that hard to explain to them? I mean, we don't have that like added issue because like I don't have kids from another relationship. So we don't have that added issue. But is that hard to explain to them? Um, I don't think they realize. Um, So Big J got told the truth this year. He lost a tooth and the tooth fairy didn't come. And his mum turned around and said, you don't seriously believe in that crap still. Oh, so it was awful. Um, but we we kind of put a positive twist on it and told him how he gets to now do all the exciting stuff. So he planned an Easter egg hunt for his younger siblings. He oh. this year our our elf has COVID. I've delayed our elf coming for a week. Um, so he's gonna start. He's gonna help out with the elf. Some things I've planned that involve him, so he's he doesn't know about. But then there's some things that. I've let him plan. So he's really excited to be on the other side of things now. Um, and That's I, sweet. That's a sweet I, way to do that. I think little Jay just, he's oblivious. He's just give me presents. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. As long as he has presence, he has a care. I think that's how my stepson would be too. He's very present oriented right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did have a hiccup one year and it must've been, 2019 it was our first year in this house and I ran out of Santa wrapping paper Mm. so I thought no one would notice and because we do a present from Santa to us as well because our big thing to the kids is um if you don't believe you don't receive so so we wrap up just one thing and it's from Santa to us and I'd ran out of Santa wrapping paper. So I just thought, oh, I'll just wrap it in the same wrapping paper that I wrapped the grandparents' presents in because I figured the kids wouldn't notice that. And yeah. he was about to turn five that year and he goes, hey, mum, why is your Santa present wrapped in the same wrapping paper? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, of all things. Like- <laughs> I, I told him that Santa got here and asked me for some wrapping paper because he ran out. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the first lie I thought of too at the top of my head. So that makes sense. Yeah. That like a five year old to notice that is so crazy, honestly. It really is, but he he's very into details. <laughs> so is he like suspicious now or has he dropped it? Um he's dropped it. Um, but little Jay is very much suspicious. And I think it's because his mum is getting slacker on the keeping up the magic with everything Um, because now that Big J is 12 and knows the truth, I think she's just wanting to get it over and done with. And we're actually kind of worried that little J will ruin it for Big K and little K. Oh. He's the type of kid that just revenge, everything's about revenge. So if he finds out, he'll want to tell them just because if he's, he knows they have to know too. Oh man, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. And like he keeps talking about how shopping Santa Santas aren't real Santas. And we keep saying that they may not be real Santa, but they work for Santa because Santa yeah. can't be everywhere at once. But he doesn't accept that either. So, and he tries oh, to. Oh, so he's that. like on the edge. 
Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I hope he doesn't ruin it for the other two. That would be so mean. I know. I really hope so. I just, I want to keep the magic going as long as possible. I found out about Santa at eight because Santa had the same handwriting as my mom. (laughs) That's so funny. I think my parents were glad because I was the youngest of four. So I was the last one left to find out. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I don't even, I could not tell you how old I was when I stopped believing in Santa, but I know that I stopped believing because my parents gave us gifts that were like from them and from Santa and we weren't allowed to ask what was like, what was from who. And I was like, is that because you're going to get it mixed up? And they're like, no, just go play with your stuff. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm on to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I briefly spoke about what my first Christmas was like. Oh yeah. So how... I know this is your first real Christmas, but what other Christmases have you had? So we've had Christmas Eve a few times. Um, I mean, he's six now, so we've had Christmas Eve three times. Yeah. And we've had Christmas Day technically three times, but it's been all like at the end of the day. So she works night shift. Sometimes she's like first responder. Um, So she would be like, oh, I'm working night shift today, so I need to sleep until then. So I can't, like, you can't get him until then because he'll be with my mom. We have, her her mom is more high conflict than she is. So we have it, like, in the agreement that we can't pick up from her because otherwise, um, Karen, bio mom, will start, will send her to, like, do pickups and drop-offs. And she's so high conflict that we just don't like deal with her at all. So she was like, oh, he's with my mom until like I'm done taking my nap or whatever. So we would not get him until like five o'clock. So it was like we missed Christmas Day. (laughs) That is so stupid. That's another reason why like I'm all for kids spending time with their grandparents. But why can't he be with his dad and his stepmom? Right. It's because of me. She didn't want him to be with me because like uh, at the very beginning, her first questions were like, is Lauren going to be there? Like every time we wanted to take him, is Lauren going to be there? And then my husband eventually was like, yeah, she's going to be there. She's always going to be at the house that we share together. So like she wanted me to leave while he was here, but I was like, this is my house. Like, are you crazy? Oh, so yeah. So she wouldn't let us do Christmas for a while just because she was being petty. Um, but we have like, we've taken him over to my husband's parents' house also, um, which is fun. But again, it's just so hard because it's like, we go to their house and he spends a couple hours there with those toys. Then he has to leave all those new toys and go to our house and then do the same thing to go to his mom's house. And he always gets, like, the best stuff at his mom's house anyway. So he might prefer it that way, but it's hard for us. It is hard. Like, the transition is hard either way. And I can understand why we have two sets of parents wanting to do the year alternating. But we just feel with the younger siblings, you know, there's going to come a time where the kids grow up and they don't believe in Santa and they're just going to want to do what they're going to want to do. There'll be years where the boys don't want to come here. So we feel that while they're young, they should have to split the day 
and that way they're seeing their younger siblings. And it's the same thing for me. Like, I don't want to keep Big K all to myself on Christmas Day because he also has a younger brother on his dad. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I want him to get to spend time with his little brother. That's important too. Um, I think think all our Christmases have been kind of stuffed up some way or another over the last four years just with, I know, in our first year together, we spent we spent the morning together and then we went and did our own Christmas with our own families, then met up over nighttime. And then our first year in our house, we ended up spending half the day apart. That was our first year married. And I was pregnant with little Kay and we did the morning together with the kids. And then my family expected me to be at my parents' house to do presents with my nieces and nephews and everything. And so my husband stayed here waiting for the boy's mother to come pick them up. And then she showed up late. Um, so then once she finally picked them up, then he joined me at my mother's house. But all my siblings had already left. Oh, so it was kind of crappy. Um, and then in 2020, it was um, Little Kay's first Christmas. So we told all our families if you want to see us you come to us we get yeah. midday so you can be at our house anytime from two onwards um so I think it was just my husband's mum and my parents that came and then last year was probably our best blended family Christmas because we woke up we did breakfast I did like a grazing a sweets grazing plate on the table so the kids didn't have to sit down and eat a meal yeah Um, I don't know what it's like for you guys in America but in Australia we're very big on the Christmas lunch so we Uh, we sit down at one o'clock and we all sit down and we have this big lunch and it just it's too stressful for us being in a blended family so I just did like lamingtons and croissants and strawberries with chocolates and dipping sauce and donuts and anything sweet that the kids could get hyped up on before going to the other parents I just laid it all out and they just spent the morning grazing and playing with their toys and it was probably the most perfect Christmas that we've had um I'm even not looking forward to this year I feel like this year is going to be too stressful because we're spending it driving around yeah that yeah that is so hard I mean at least you get the morning with like little K though and before yeah. the craziness starts. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be good before the craziness starts, but you know, we're driving 20 minutes to pick Big K up, then an hour to get the other boys. Then we're driving not that far, but still about 15 minutes to my husband's brother's house. Stay there for a few hours, then we're driving another hour back up to spend time with my parents because it's the only time they're going to be able to see um Big and little Jay because the next morning they're off with their mum. Right. Oh man, that is a lot though. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have the schedule the way that we have it, so that we can spread our Christmas visits out over a week. Right. And that way we keep Christmas Day to just us and we spread it out over a week. But this year we're having to cram all the visits into the one day and it's just it's too much. And it's too much on the kids. Oh yeah. I'm sure it is way too much on them. That's like so overstimulating. But I feel like 
um, doing things because bio mom wants them differently. Uh, I know it's like a family issue this time, but I know that you've also experienced things where she just wants things changed. So she changes them. That's something that I feel like across the board, most stepmoms are dealing with. Absolutely. And I feel like, especially around Christmas, I was about to say that, especially around Christmas, it just, it doesn't matter where we are in the world. We're all dealing with this at the same time. Yeah. And that's one reason why as a bio mom, stick to the schedule. Yes. That's like my biggest advice on being a stepmom on any topic. It's like stick to the parenting schedule and don't change it for any reason. Exactly. If you, when you change it, that's where the chaos comes. And yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I know the stepmom that wrote in asking about um the being having a first holiday as a step parent. I don't know if you can prepare for it. I feel like every step parenting like life is so different. It's like impossible for another stepmom to give you like advice on how to prepare for something because it's different for everybody. Go with the flow and don't have any expectations. That's a good one. I think yeah. that is no expectations. That is the only advice that I've got is don't have any expectations. Yeah. Um maybe uh some wine or something. Yeah, Keep your nerves down. <laughs> definitely get some alcohol just to calm those nerves. Yeah. I, it is the most awkward thing the first Christmas like year together though even like we went to my husband's parents house he was my boyfriend at the time but um to his parents house for the first Christmas we were all together it was so awkward for me I was like I feel like the only person who doesn't belong here because it's like they all felt like a family and I was like on the outside and it was just the most awkward experience of my life I feel like and it was nobody's fault. Everyone was like trying to include me. It just felt awkward. I I still feel like that sometimes when I do stuff with my husband's family. Because I do he, too. He was married to his ex-wife for 20 years. Oh. Right? Well, at least with her for 20 years. So he lived a whole lifetime with her before right. we got together. So and they lived a whole lifetime with her before we got right. together. Um so I still feel like an outsider and it's almost five years later. Yeah. I feel like that's something that never like truly goes away because my husband was only with his ex for literally a year, maybe a year and a half from the time they met to the time they got divorced. So they were not together long at all. Um, they don't have like the history with like his parents and everything. And I still feel like an outsider a lot, especially around the holidays. Yeah. We're both five years in and I still don't know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's awkward too. The first, ugh, the first one is so awkward. Yeah, actually, they're still kind of awkward sometimes, depending on what we're doing. But <laughs> all right, so going through our listener questions, we've ticked off. Sorry, I feel I- like we talked about all the ones that we like highlighted. I honestly can't speak on the one about spending time with bio mom at Christmas events. I've never done that, and I never will. So I can't speak on that one. I can't speak on that, but I do feel for the mom who has to, the stepmom who has to do that because. Oh, so do I. She says she has three events with her this year. Yeah. I would not do three. I would not do three. I'd maybe commit to one. Yeah, max. 
Um, Depending on where it was. Because it, if it was at my house or her house, I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't like when Karen comes to our house. No. It, it makes know. me feel uncomfortable. I don't even like it when my son's father comes to my house. Um, but that's a whole other situation. Your um, your stepmom is lucky to have like you as a bio mom because you're like a dream for a bio mom. She doesn't see it that way. No, I'm not surprised. All right. I. I reached out. I wanted to do coffee with her. I was having a really hard time talking to my son's dad. And I reached out to her and said, would you be willing to act as the like point of contact until we can resolve some of our conflicts? And she was all for it. She was like, yeah, yeah. And then next minute I get this God knows how long page email dictating to me when I can and cannot contact her in regards to my son, when I can and cannot contact my son's father in regards to our son, it it was just awful. And so I just went, you know what? No, not going to happen. And this was actually Christmas time last year. Oh, and boy. <laughs> I, I dropped Big K off at his dad's house. And it ended up being a full-blown argument. Big K didn't want to get out of the car because his father was going off his rocker at me because I had made a mistake with the schedule and I had said that he could have him on Christmas Eve, but I was only looking at the days. I wasn't looking at the dates. And I said, well, technically he's meant to be with me from 12 p.m on Christmas Eve if he's not already with me. And I I use the word I'm entitled to have him from 12 p.m. Christmas Eve to 12 p.m. Christmas Day. And that word just, it tipped him over the edge and he's like, entitled, I'll give you entitled. And I was like, whatever. I convinced Big K to get out of the car and go with his dad. I said, call me if there's any issues. I got in my car and drove off and Let's just call her Karen 2.0. Yes. got in her car and chased me down the road. Oh. She had a sleeping baby in the car and she chased me down the road and I was crying. So I pulled over because I couldn't see because I was just, I held every emotion in, in front of my son. And then right. I let it out when he was gone. And that's when I realized that this car that was following me and we're in the, I was only a block away from their house and she got out of the car and she got out of the car and came to my car window and she's like, what is going on? Why did you set him off? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm just trying to organize the Christmas schedule because I made a boo-boo because I had my days mixed up. You know, you still get him for Christmas. You still have him for the week between Christmas and New Year. I'm just trying to get my 12 hours with him on Christmas. Right. Because I had stuffed up the schedule and he ended up having him for the week before Christmas instead of him being with me. And so I stuffed it up, but I was just trying to get my 12 hours from 12 p.m. Christmas yeah. to 12 p.m. Christmas Day. And it caused so much of a shit fight. And I just, I still cannot get over the fact that she followed me in her car to question me about it. Yeah, that's 
that's crazy person behavior. Yeah. So, and I tried, I tried to reason with her. I tried to talk to her. Um, and that's when I realized just how toxic she is. It just, it blew my mind, but I haven't really had anything to do with her since then. That's definitely a good thing. Cause that's like a perfect example of a high complex step parent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, don't go chasing anyone in cars, people like <laughs> yeah. don't do why it. we even have to say that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was our Christmas last year. And, um, I've had nothing to do with my son's stepmother since then. Okay, so I think we've covered everything that our listeners wanted to hear about being a stepmom during the holiday season. I think so. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.